Good afternoon, everyone, on this cool fall afternoon. Welcome to Keys of the Game. I'm your host, Gary Lester, and I'm going to be joined in just a moment by head football coach Kurt Newsom. Well, the Bulldogs of Wingate University made their first trip ever to Fred Self Stadium this past Saturday to take on the Wasps. Both teams featured strong, solid defenses, and it was a defensive struggle as it started, but the turnover bug hit the Wasps twice in the first half, and it allowed the preseason conference favorites to build a 24-10 lead by halftime. Then the second half, more turnovers and a few more injuries, and the Wasps were just unable to answer in the second half. And they, in the end, they fell to the Bulldogs, 31 to 10, in 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 a tough, tough physical game. Coach, welcome to the show. I don't really know where you want to start. We can talk about <laughs> injuries or turnovers or big plays, but. I, that was a tough game. It was a physical game. It was a very physical game, and you know our expectations have gone up. You know we we feel like, you know, after a year in the league, we want to mm-hmm. we want to play better, and uh, it was very disappointing because I felt like we were uh, ready to take the next step, and we didn't take it. And uh, you know that has to do with everything on the staff and. Uh, Coaches, players, everybody, and because uh, we are in year two now, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd like to see us, uh, you know, improve in, in that area, and we didn't improve this week. Let me ask you: uh, Newberry went down to Erskine and survived twenty-four uh, seventeen. The emotional roller coaster down in Newberry, South Carolina, last year, last week. Do you think that had any impact on on the preparation and getting ready for as just as tough as Newberry team? I mean, that's that's two weeks in a row you got to be up and boy, you, you know, you'd come back from Newberry thinking we we had that one and let it slip away. And well, I hope the Newberry outcome at Erskine when Erskine had lost uh, sixty two to nothing to Lenore Ryan. And then our outcome, the way we played here on Saturday, uh, I, I hope the eight overtime uh, situation we had played a part in that. But I, I don't think, as a coach, you can't say it did. Right. And and so what you're concerned with is, uh, you know, how good is Newbury? How good is uh, Emory and Henry? But all we can do is not worry about how good we are right now. How are we going to prepare for Catawba? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're a, a improved football team. Yes, they are. And so that's that's what you look at. And we look at scores from, you know, when, when Erskine does that to Newbury. And uh, we, we, we thought there may be some rain because either one of them could throw the ball and – I, there's a lot of uh, things going in, into that, uh, how you feel about that game. But uh, so hopefully, uh, you know, we're, we still be- need to believe we're a good football team. And I think we are. And I, I think our expectations need to improve. And I think our confidence level, on, uh, especially on offense, needs to improve this week. Yeah, that thirty-one to ten loss after the Newberry loss. I mean, um, 
I, I, that to me, I think you hit the nail on the head with the confidence level is keeping these young men's confidence level that they can play because I know we talked about ahead of the top of the hour or top of the broadcast that you know we're past that point where we think we can play. We're we're at that point where we know we can play and it's execution and 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 getting in there and mixing it up to these guys. The yeah, and that's and that's where we are, and you know we're looking for improvement and. I think we will get there, you know, and we, we've still had some situations where we're not playing with all our soldiers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we love to play with all our soldiers, but uh, and and we didn't we didn't play as well as we should have, and you can't turn the ball over, no. and and you know if you turn the ball over and play like we did. You know, puts a lot of pressure on, on the defense, and the defense played well enough to win the game. And uh, that was, you know, we had a couple. You know, it's like five plays in the entire game that you're mm. concerned with, and when it's only five plays, you know, that's that's not many. And we need to play better in uh, some areas on our offensive football team, and uh, we realize that. Because we've got some weapons and we need to be able to use them, and we weren't able to do that. Well, let's talk about that defense a little bit. I mean, uh, we turned the ball over. You talk about turnovers on the 22-yard line. We fumble, which I think it's the first fumble we've had this season going into the fourth game of the year. And and they get the ball on the 22, but the defense comes out and makes a stand. I mean, they force a field goal there. I think at that point in time, I think, we're, you know, we're still we're playing these guys. I oh, think there's we no we question. Play. You know, that, I mean, when when you turn it over on the 22 and you hold them to a field goal, that's a plus for the defense. You want to get them up on the sidelines and tell them how much you appreciate how hard they're playing and what they're doing. Uh, that that's anywhere in America. Mm-hmm. That's here, Alabama, or wherever you're playing. And so that was that was a positive for us. Uh, the negative was the uh, turnover, turnover, of course. And uh, Jaquan is not a, a guy that turns it over and cares about our football team. And it's one of those things that happened. And, uh, you know, it was game four and we hadn't had one. So hopefully we don't have one in the near f- future. Well, now I want to ask you after that, they hit a big pass play, uh, freshman uh, Bentley. Were you all surprised Noah Bell was not the quarterback and they have the freshman? But did you know Noah Bell was not going to be in the in the game? We were actually shocked. But I, I went into the meeting before the uh, – we had a meeting. We have a meeting every day and uh, before the game or every every Saturday, excuse me. And what, what I said to the uh, defensive coaches, I said – I know our plan for number eight is yeah Noah Bell to stop the run the quarterback runs. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do if he gets hurt? Do we have a backup plan or how much will it change? And I knew I'd watched uh, tape of Albany State and uh, actually uh, Noah uh, Noah Bell had gotten hurt. 
and Bentley had come in and thrown a pick on his first mm. play, so I was hoping he was going to play. <laughs> but I was uh, after he played, I wasn't glad he played. But anyway, what happened? So I, I asked the defense about that, and they said our plan can remain the same because uh, we feel like they're close enough. Mm. There won't be enough quarterback runs to change uh, the – the game plan, and yeah. that's that's that's, uh, and then uh, both coaches came to me, uh, Tommy Buzzo and Mitchell Walters, and said, uh, "Coach, how did you know he wasn't going to play?" <laughs> I, I didn't. I said uh, I was thinking if he got hurt during our game, would it change our plan? Mm. And we we saw that he wasn't dressed and. Uh, so it it didn't change a lot, but uh, you know our defense played good enough to win, and uh, you know that's yeah that's the offense when you have the yards we had and the turnovers we had, you know it's it's hard to win a game, and I, I thought special teams were kind of a push. Mm. And so that's where we were. Well, after they hit that, they go up ten to nothing. But we drive down and uh, we get to the twenty yard line, first and ten, and and we're just not able to. We we get no further. Butcher connects on a thirty seven yarder, make it ten three. But um, there was a little life there in that offense. You drove down. Yeah, the field. felt felt good about it, and because. You know, I, I think their defensive line was a little better than I thought going mm-hmm. in because uh, I, I knew last so. year how good they were, and uh, they created problems. But some of them were our reads with the quarterback, and uh, and you know their their guys were making plays in the backfield, and that was the read guy that we should have taken advantage of. So it wasn't like uh, that we couldn't block at all. Mm. Because um, I'm still, I think our offensive line can be successful in this league. But we, you know, if you don't read the guy, you're not blocking, and he's in the backfield. <laughs> you know, you've got to pull it. That's trouble. Well, so after that, uh, this next drive, they 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 we kick off. They come, they drive it up to midfield, and then they drive down to our ten yard line. I got first and ten, first and goal to ten. The defense stiffens up and. Chad Pouncey makes a great play on a sack. All of a sudden, it's fourth and 11, and they're going to have to kick a field goal, but here comes the laundry out on the field. I I really, really thought that penalty changed, uh, was a huge change in the game. And I don't, don't want to blame it. I'm not blaming on the officials, but, I mean, I that am. was a huge play. And uh, I talked to the head of the officials, and uh, – He's a good friend of mine. He was in the ACC, Jack Childress, mm-hmm. and he understands, uh, you know, the game better than anybody. We're we're very fortunate in this league to have him, and uh, he agreed that the call was not the right call, and uh, but you know that doesn't change anything. We still need to make sure that we're finding a teammate after we make a play. And that's that's the most important thing. And they won't you won't get a flag. Was and, it excessive celebration or they called it he was uh he said he did uh, the hulk over top of the quarterback for too long. And uh, 
actually talked to the official that made the call today, and uh, I don't, I don't, I think they know that it was a bad call, but that didn't that didn't win the game for him. It it changed the momentum, and the momentum is very critical in a football game. I I realize that, and you realize that, but uh, I realize that. Uh, we didn't do enough on offense to win the mm. football game. And it comes back to Emory and not the officials right. or injuries. or. And I certainly don't mean to, to, to But I agree. I agree with you, and, and the officials agree. Yeah. And, well, but that was points. So it, I promise you the game wouldn't have been 31. Well, it, <laughs> it would have been 28 at, at the, the very worst. If they hit that, it's 13-3 and – um, I well if they, if they hit that as thirteen three instead of seventeen three that's a, and you play defense in college you know it's an emotional you play uh, defense on emotions and when you when you make a third and sack on a third a down, sack yeah you know, I mean, yeah you, yeah, you really, you're gonna uh, celebrate yeah a it, little bit and and that was. Uh, it was not a good call, and uh, but we we tell our players don't celebrate until you see a teammate. Yeah, and that's we'll com- we coached it like that on Sunday in our meeting, and we'll coach it like that as long as I'm here. Well, and uh, but the call was uh, not the right call, and we we heard that from the head of officials, and but. That doesn't change anything. No. We 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 were wrong too. So. Well, and Chad Pouncey is just a heck of a football player. He plays, you know, lights out all the time, and I know he plays with emotions. And it was just unfortunate to see that, Coach. I want to move along here, and we're we're going to take a short break, and when we come back. Want to talk about our quarterback situation because we know Charles Mutter went out. Uh, on the very next series, when after they kicked off after making 17-3, Mutter goes out, and then it's kind of downhill from there, unfortunately. We'll be right back, folks. People Incorporated can help make business dreams a reality with small business loans, helping businesses start or expand with personalized support. To apply or for more information, peopleinc.net or call 276-623-9000. And we're back. Coach, uh, they kick off the next series. Mutter goes down. He's got a um, – can you talk about his injury? Yeah, we, we thought it was a dislocated collarbone, and we thought it was put back in. But he, he went in today, and we found out that uh, – there's nothing fractured, which is a very much of a positive. So we'll wait and see. And they're going to do an MRI. And I didn't know they did that on bones, but that's on joints. So they're going to do that. And then they're going to do a CT scan. And mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll we'll get him back. You know, he wants to be back. We'll, we'll see where that goes. Well, he's a real competitor. How about, how about Kyle Short? I mean, he, he took some hard knocks after – Mutter went out. Uh, his, yeah, his we we didn't uh, we had some issues up front, and uh, you know we didn't block as well as you'd like to. And uh, but Kyle's a Kyle's a competitor. He mm. I mean he's he's gonna fight, and he was tore up after the game. He knew uh, you know Kyle didn't throw three picks. He's smarter than that, and uh, 
you know, I, I, I told him after the game, you know, you, you weren't uh, used to being out in the, you know, the, in the fire and uh, you weren't <laughs> greased up and uh, ready, ready to go. And, you know, this week you'll get all the reps and, I think Kyle will be a lot better this week after getting all the reps, because he, he, you know, Kyle fights and competes. And oh, he's tough as nails. He's, and um, I, I think I, I think he'll do well. So, well, um, so uh, you all started also started the game without Ricky Dotson at uh, offensive tackle, and uh, yeah, that, that he's uh, been here as long as I have. Yeah, I, think. I mean his five year starter. Yeah, and so, you lose so him. yeah, we lost him, and he didn't he didn't play until the end. And his replacement was playing playing well. Uh, you know, Trey Seacrest from uh, mm-hmm. Buena Vista is going to be uh, he's going to be special. I mean, not just a good player; he's going to be a special player. And he's a tough guy. Came back in and tried to play. And actually, we've we've got six offensive linemen out right uh, as of Sunday, and uh, that's that's kind of hard to deal with. But everybody in America's got injuries, and I promise you, nobody sitting behind me in the stands cares who's playing for Emory. They just care if Emory's winning. Well. So, but uh, you know, when you lose a quarterback and you lose, uh, you know, six offensive line, we've got one that didn't play this week. Uh, Marvion Newton was has been a three-year starter, and he did, he he's he didn't play this week, and uh, I don't know. We had he wasn't starting as it was, but we could. Could have used him when we had the whole team out. Well, and and then you lost your other offensive tackle uh, for a little while. Oh, yeah, Clayton Allen is uh, he's out as we speak. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll be back or not, but uh, we'll see. But yeah. uh, you know what? Everybody's got injuries, and nobody cares. And uh, we've we've got a you know everybody says that cliche. I'm not a cliche guy. You know, next man standing. I'm I'm not into that. I'm into let's get the best ones back. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's talk about a couple of good things. Caleb Lundy now leads the SAC conference in tackles. He uh, he had 15 tackles on uh, Saturday and one tackle for a loss. He he had a well of a game. Caleb has been such a joy. Yeah, he, you know he's had a couple transfer situations. He. He's from the Raleigh area. He signs with uh, Eastern Kentucky, which is a really good 1AA program. Goes to Norfolk State, comes back to Emory, and has been such a leader. I mean, he's mm. we he starts our practice every day by leading the team. He's been really special. Yeah, he had a great game, 15 tackles. Chad Pouncey, we've already mentioned him, but the se- uh, seven tackles, two sacks, three tackles for losses. I thought that was maybe Chad's uh, best best game. Chad is a guy from Lynchburg that uh, battles diabetes, and, uh, you know, uh, he he gets through it and uh, you know, actually has to take insulin, and hmm. but a great football player. And also – Andre Crawley has been. Yeah, I, I think he's the best defensive tackle in the SAC conference, 
and uh, he's been nothing but a great leader, and uh, he's been a great addition to our football team. Well, and I saw him come out. I know he's he was his shoulder. Up. His shoulder has been terrible, and every time I walk out there, he says, "Coach, I'm coming back." And every time he comes back, and if anybody's had a bad shoulder, they know that you can't come back easy. No. And I'm sure he's got something torn in his shoulder, but he doesn't care because he's a warrior. He, a he is that. And and uh, Coach Reich was very complimentary of, of uh, Andre Crawley in his interview with Josh uh, beforehand for the game last week. So well, yeah, he's getting people's attention. Yes, Andre uh, got baptized at my church, which was uh, very proud of that. And Coach Wright baptized him. And it was because of an FCA meeting at our uh, that we had that Coach Wright runs. Hmm. Well, good. So that, that's good stuff. Well, Coach, we're going to shift gears and uh, talk about these Catawba Indians that were going down to the land of Rick Hughes because uh, it's right in his back backyard. I expect to see Rick down there next I week. I hope we do see Rick. I hope he's right there. So we're going to take a Inside quick break line. and hear from one of our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll talk about these. They're 2-2 two and two, and they're 0-2 oh in the conference, Catawba Indians, and their new head coach, Tyler Haynes. So we'll be right back. Tumbling Creek Cider Company, heritage-inspired, full-bodied cider varieties made with Southwest Virginia apples that are pressed in-house and fermented on-site. Award-winning ciders in the new tap room, located in the Abingdon Commons next to the Abingdon Farmers Market and Abingdon Visitor Center. Tumbling Creek Cider Company, Appalachian to the core. And we're back. Well, Coach, we're going down to Salisbury, North Carolina. Like I said, that's Rick Hughes' country down there. But these Indians are rebuilding. They they came out of the blocks 2-0 and uh, before the interconference play, but now they've lost two in a row, one to Mars Hill, one to Tusculum the past two weeks. But now those scores have been, you know, it's 35-20 to Mars Hill and then 35-21 to Tusculum. Um, those have been respectable. I think they got hit with some of the turnover bugs last week against Tusculum, but uh, they're a high-powered offense, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that, that killed them last week. I mean, the Tusculum, uh, their two uh, first possessions were, were around the 20-yard line. Mm-hmm. You know, that'll that'll get you right you yeah. know, if you start off at their 20. So, <laughs> that helps. Uh, so uh, they're a good football team. They've got a, the quarterbacks, a transfer from uh, UNC Charlotte, and actually, last year's starter, who I thought was a very good player, was a transfer from South Florida. He's his backup. Oh. And they probably got the most dynamic kick returner and slot receiver in the league. Uh, number six is uh, – Bo Pryor. Yeah, Bo Pryor is probably the most dynamic player in the, in the SAC conference. Well, he's he's kind of cam people-ish, isn't he? He's like he's 5'6", yeah, 660 pounds. Yeah, so. he's just a little bit thicker than cam. Is that okay? But, uh, because, and a little bit shorter. <laughs> but, uh, no, he's a really special player. And, uh, you know, they get the ball to him out in space. And uh, they throw it down the field to him, too. Yeah. So you, you've got to be concerned with that. Well, now Pryor, number six, he, he leads conference with 30 uh, catches. He leads conference in yards. He's got 450 yards, and he's averaging 112 yards a, a game, and he's got seven touchdown catches.
catches. So he is somebody that Tommy Buzzo is definitely going to have to have. Yeah, his he's. Eye on. I mean, he's a major concern. I mean, we, I don't know what we we our our plan is completely right now. Yeah. We'll know tomorrow. But uh, no, he's he's special. Yeah. I knew he's special last year. You know, they get him the ball on a reverse. They get him the ball in space, and then they throw the ball down the field to mm-hmm. him. So uh, he's a major concern. And and the quarterback's a guy. You know, he signed with Charlotte. I mean, there's a reason he signed with Charlotte. So yeah. we, we, we've got to be concerned with him, too. Well, that's number seven, Preston Brown. And, and he, too, I mean, he leads conference in completions and attempts. Uh, and he also leads conference. He's thrown for over 1,200 yards and, uh, I believe, 14 touchdowns in four games. So yeah, <laughs> this guy, well, this kid yeah, can Yeah, we need to cover him <laughs> and rush the passer. Yeah. You know, that's how that works. Yeah, we're going to be calling on T.J. Payne and Kendrick Can and Addison Nicely and company this week. I'm no sure question. You're going to be. No question. Well, now, how about their head coach, Tyler Hayes, his former offense coordinator at Shepherd University. They went to – they won Super Region 1 last year and went to the national semifinals before falling to Colorado School of Mines. Boy, he's an offensive uh, guru, Yeah, right? he's, he's, a, he's a young guy that was a head coach in the PSAC at one of the – Pennsylvania schools, and mm-hmm. then uh, went with Ernie McCook, who is my good friend that's head coach at Shepherd that does a great job, and he was the offensive coordinator last year, and uh, I- I've got a lot of respect for him. He's going to get this program right completely. I just hope he doesn't get it right on Saturday night at 6 o'clock. Uh, the, uh, yeah, well, another so. 6 o'clock kick, which is unusual for us. What about their defense? I mean, we've talked about Bo Pryor and Preston Brown and their head coaches and offense coordinator, but what about their defense? They, they have, uh, they've been a little bit porous on that defense at times. Yeah, I mean, they're not as quite as – I mean, I don't think – Anybody's going to be a lot better than Wingett and and Newberg, no. but uh, I hope not. but they're they're very sound in what they do. They're well coached, uh, and and their defensive line does bring some issues. I mean they they like to twist and stunt and mm-hmm. those type of things, and uh, so they're they're very solid up on on defense, and uh, hope hopefully we can take advantage of some things that. You know, we, we we weren't very good on offense last week, and we we understand that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we we our offensive coaches are working hard right now, and I I think we can we can make some things work that uh, we haven't haven't lately. And right. we played very two very good defensive teams. Well, and and this team we're going up against, they do have a tendency to give up. Uh, yardage on the ground so i think this is a great opportunity for us to let see if jaquan anderson malik kennedy uh mike english can can see if they can't work some of their magic in, down in salisbury right i mean they they are giving up uh i, I believe about 230 yards game overall the problem is they played mars hill who runs it yes all the time mm-hmm. who runs it against winget Yep, and we weren't able to do that, and and then uh, Tusculum, who wants to run it also. So, hopefully, we can. But you know, we'll see. I, I I think they'll 
gang up on the run and and make us throw it a little bit. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. You know, it's, we'll find out on Saturday at 6 o'clock. Well, it's 6 o'clock kick. We'll be on the air at, at uh, 5.30 um, with the pregame, and this show will re-air at 5 o'clock. Are, are you guys going down Saturday morning? Are you going back Friday? We're going down Saturday morning. We're going to stop and get something to eat down there. And uh, we had planned that because it's about the same trip as Ferrum when we were in the ODAC, mm, and that's yeah. what we used to do, and WNL. Yeah. And so it's about the same – if it was 20 minutes longer, we'd stay on Friday night. Right. And uh, But uh, we, we, we think that's the best for our program right now. Well, best of luck this week, Coach. I, a tough loss to Wingate, and I know, you know, it's you got a mash unit over there in your training room. I know that having watched several of those young men come off uh, with most time under their own pressure, uh, power but it was a tough physical game and it's gonna have to tape them back together and get out get after it no question and you know we can't complain about it but when we have that many guys out it's tough yeah well coach thanks for being here always thank you for making this show possible because we couldn't do it there'd be only me and anthony here talking about it and i don't know if anybody'd want to listen to that they would i promise you they would so maybe i could get my buddy josh to come down and he and Anthony and I could, but it, you make this possible, and I really appreciate it. And best of luck this coming week down in Salisbury, and uh, we'll be there at Rooting You Can't on. wait to see you. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening.